All right. Welcome back to the Sales and Marketing Summit here at Freight Waves. Super excited to continue our conversations today. My name is Kaylee Nix, and we're here with Victoria McClossage from Writer. We're going to talk about how you take a huge company brand like Writer and market it down for so many different divisions. So, Victoria, thank you so much for being here. We're super excited to have you on the Sales and Marketing Summit. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Huge Freight Waves fan. So, it was an honor to hop on this call. So let's dig right into it. Obviously, we know that Ryder is a massive presence, right? You guys have expanded the brand. The brand is huge. You have so many divisions. Give us a little bit of oversight of who you're working with, how many different places you're working now, and the expansion overall of the company. Yes, as you noted, it is a large company, and we have really built several different business units that serve a lot of different kinds of customers. And so from a marketing perspective, it is uh, very difficult to attack all of those in the right amount with the amount of customization that's needed. And so the leadership team has done a phenomenal job in laying out a marketing team that really dives deep into each of the business units to better understand their pain points, the things that are important to them. And so from my perspective, and I'll just kind of introduce kind of what I do at Ryder. Uh, first and foremost, um, one of my main functions is we have customer advisory boards. It is so, so important to us to understand what is important to our customers. Uh, our industry as a whole is going through a massive digitization. And so to understand where our customers are at in that journey is really important. So we run customer advisory boards um, throughout the year. And that's one of my major functions. My second major function is technology and innovation. So we have a variety of about seven to eight different products, anywhere from a visibility platform to autonomous vehicles, to electric vehicles, to digital fleet management. And how do you integrate technology and innovation into operations that have been running for almost a century? And how do you not only externally change that, but internally change that? And internal change management is one of my biggest job functions. Um, and I absolutely love it. Uh, to get to see the way that operations is changing and incorporating technology and innovation, it's a really exciting time to be not only in the industry, but at Rider. So that's my second job function or those seven to eight technology products. And then my third one is customer experience. So how do we, from the time that somebody engages with Rider uh, on the website, on social, to the time that they sign the dotted line, to the year review where they renew, what does that experience look and feel like? So that's number three. And number four are industry events. So going to FreightWaves events, going to CES, going to Manifest, going to a, a lot of different places because my main role within the company is to transition rider from what people know as a 95-year-old trucking company. Uh, people still come to us and think we have yellow trucks. We haven't had yellow trucks in decades. Um, but changing from that rider truck rental image into a tech forward logistics company backed by almost a century of experience. Nobody in the industry can say that. And I am so excited and honored to get to lead that mission to transition that both 
externally and internally. So I think that's a really kind of underrated point when we talk about sales and marketing, right? Is that Ryder is a company that has so much storied history and you're there having to either change perception or having to create this new perception as the brand evolves and as it changes into the different aspects of the company that is continually growing. Can you talk a little bit about maybe the challenges that come with that brand evolution, having to change your messaging, having to change who you're delivering it to, and navigating all of those different kind of challenges. It's hard. Absolutely. First and foremost, it's I could do the my team and I could do the best work out there and change a whole lot of external minds. But if we don't make the 40,000 plus employees a champion of these technology and innovation products, I'm not doing my job right. So my first audience is internal, which is both a challenge and an opportunity. Uh, We have the most amazing employees who ultimately want to serve customers in the best way possible. And for so long, the best way possible was face-to-face, over the phone, on the email. And so in this industry, when you say, okay, I'm going to strip the phone, I'm going to strip your email, and all you have is this app, they all of a sudden feel like they're not really serving a purpose. And so changing that communication from here's how you used to be valued to our customers, and this is the information now that you can provide with technology, you're even more valuable because you can help them forecast better. You can help them prevent issues ahead of time. You can get them a truck before it actually breaks down. You can offer them electric vehicles to help with their ESG goals. So I think being able to transition and change that frame um, in, of the lens that they look through is critical to internal change management. Um, But it's a challenge and it's a challenge in any kind of company, in any kind of industry. So I, that's the internal challenge. The external challenge is what I alluded to earlier, which is Ryder is very much seen as a truck company. Uh, But supply chain, e-commerce, dedicated transportation has made massive inroads into the industry and is supporting very, very large companies. Um, And we're the behind the scenes magic. Uh, And so I think from my perspective, as I focus on transitioning Rider from that truck company into a tech forward logistics company, my biggest external challenge is helping people rebrand what Rider is and what we do in the industry. So with that change management and the evolution that Ryder has gone through really through the decades, it seems like the last five years have been kind of an explosion in evolution, not only for Ryder, but for a lot of companies, especially tech and logistics companies. And now I think there's a lot of pressure to kind of keep up with the Joneses, right? You've got these companies that are trying to innovate just for the sake of innovation or trying to innovate just for the sake of trying to keep up with their competitors. Do you guys feel that pressure and that stress Or is it more of, you know, that obviously the customer base and the trust in the company is very solid and you're innovating in, in order to help the company and to help you guys progress forward. I think like most companies in this industry, product development didn't, I, I, I'm going to say this and it's going to sound ridiculous, but product development didn't really exist 
and I'll explain. So in my perspective, I've been in the industry now almost seven, eight years. My view is that product development really was project management. Uh, And you would create this product and you would tie it with a bow, give it to whoever your customer was and never touch it again. And what you saw in the industry happen over and over and over is you just saw these products like get renamed and really they just got new features Um, or they created a completely brand new project and just threw it at their customer again. And it's like you or I, if we were to take away our Outlook or our Gmail and give us a new email platform every year, that would be wildly inconvenient. Um, And that's essentially what's happening in this industry. We kept just creating projects uh, instead of creating a product that we are constantly iterating on. And so I think that in my perspective, and I don't know necessarily that I'm not necessarily speaking on Ryder's behalf by answering this, but we have had to focus on product development. And the way to get away from innovating to innovate is to really understand what's important to the customer. And so if you are not with a heavy hand on the pulse of your customer's pain points, innovating is useless. Um, So even from a customer experience perspective, uh, getting to understand how our customers get onboarded is different across all of the business units. And it should be. But how do we digitize some of those? How do we create better customer service? How do we create... Uh, I recently engaged with a brand where I'm used to calling and waiting on hold for an hour. Uh, And instead, they had me text a number. It was fully branded, which was phenomenal. And in that text message that I use in my day-to-day life, texting my family and friends, they got to me when they could, and I got to them when I could. So I wasn't in a live chat. I was in a chat when they could answer and I could answer. So I text them at midnight and said, hey, I'm having an issue with this order. 9 a.m. the next morning, I got a response. It was, it seems like a duh moment um, to meet somebody where they are, but I am extremely loyal to this brand and spend way too much money with this brand, but the customer service is so good and the experience has been phenomenal. So I think taking those outside perspectives and bringing them into the logistics industry, everybody thinks it's so easy. Just create technology around uh, logistics. And as we can see with the technology and innovation products that have come and gone, it's not easy at all. And so for from a rider perspective, making sure that we're constantly having a pulse on our customers' pain points, it's the only way that we can create roadmaps that make sense for our technologies. When you look at the future of supply chain tech and logistics tech and logistics companies and maybe even the storied history behind Ryder, what do you think is the biggest opportunity facing you guys from both a brand development point and also from a marketing standpoint? We see a lot of companies snapping to take up, you know, those top lead in tech roles and winning awards or putting out flashy and important technology that maybe sticks, maybe doesn't. What does that future opportunity look like for you guys specifically when it comes to really capturing and developing your market on freight tech and being now a leader in the supply chain? First and foremost, 
I am honored to work for a company who the customers absolutely bar none come first. It is an extremely customer-centric organization, which means that they are not as wildly focused on headlines and awards like I would want them to be from a marketing perspective um, because they spend the majority of their time making sure that the customers are happy, which is phenomenal. My job is to make sure that in every respect, a customer or a prospect or somebody who's looking at joining a logistics company sees and recognizes the work that Ryder does behind the scenes as those magic logistics people to better serve our customer's customer. Uh, And so we've honestly, the future for Ryder and this industry as a whole is we have to take care of our customer, but we have to look ahead to the next generation of or we have to look ahead to the next generation of our customer's customer experience. If we don't do that as an industry, I think we will miss the mark. you got to look at more reaching down to that next generation, right? It's almost like your customers that exist are with you for a reason. You've got them. They're on the hook. They're doing great things. Now, how can you serve the next generation? And I think technology and innovation allows that when you look at a visibility platform and you think of COVID, um, we have a customer do it best who went out with us when we were launching RiderShare, which is our visibility platform from end to end. They were able to sell 40 years worth of hand sanitizer in 10 weeks during the pandemic because of the ability to see where their trucks and inventory were. That to me, right? I was like, I mean, that's like, how many billboards can we put that on? Because 40 years of hand sanitizer in 10 weeks is insane. And so that is the power of technology and innovation in the industry and in the logistics industry. And we have to do more of that. Well, Victoria, we are so glad that you were able to join us and be some representation from Ryder for our Sales and Marketing Summit. Thank you so much for being here. If people want to reach out to you, get connected with Ryder, maybe see what one of those dozens of business units has to offer, where can they go to do that? Absolutely. So Ryder.com, go into the Tech and Innovation Hub, and you'll get to see all of the different technologies that our team works on. And then if you want to connect with me, I'm on LinkedIn, Victoria McClossich. And good luck with my last name. Hope you find me. I was able to get it down pronounced right. So there you go. A win win for me. Thank you so much again. We were so excited to have you on. And thank you all for staying tuned for today's Sales and Marketing Summit here at Freight Waves. Of course, if you missed any of our content from today, you can find it on demand on tv.freightwaves.com, as well as written up from our amazing editorial team on freightwaves.com. That's it. Stay tuned.